Hello, uh, this is Elisha Ubi, and we will now be continu continuing in Sefer Nashim in Hilchot Na'arab Bethula, the laws of a virgin uh, young woman. Uh, these halachot will deal primarily with uh, uh, cases of uh, a woman who is either seduced or raped uh, or is accused of uh, Shemra, which we will uh, look, in, we will see the details of these laws uh, in the following uh, chapters. So, the laws of a virgin uh, young woman, uh, included in these laws are five misvot, five commandments, three positive commandments, and two negative commandments, or two prohibitions. And these are their details. Aleph, one, uh, to uh, fine a seducer. Beth, anusato, two, that a person, a person who rapes a woman uh, must marry the woman that he rapes. Giman, three, that the rapist may not divorce uh, that woman. Dalid, four, that a woman whose husband um, uh, publicized a uh, publicly shamed her or publicly gave her a bad name, that she must. Uh, be with him uh, forever. Uh, as we will see in the following chapters, uh, publicizing a bad name means that uh, prior to uh, or prior to the Nisuin and after the Irusin, so after Pidushin has already been done, but before uh, Nisuin, at that point, if the husband, uh, if uh, when after the Nisuin, the husband accuses her of having uh, ha slept with someone during that intermediate period, um, and he accuses her of that falsely, then that is called a mosi shemra, uh, that he is uh, falsely accusing her of having uh, slept with someone during the intermediate period. Uh, so this per this man must... Uh, 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 be with this woman forever. And five, that the person who publicly uh, gives a bad name to his woman, he may not, to his wife, he may not divorce her. Uh, four and five are more or less the same. The four is mitzvat aseh, and he and five is mitzvat lota aseh. Four is the positive commandment, and the five is the Prohibition of uh, that same uh, that same detail. And the clarification of these commandments are in the following chapters. Whoever 
And I will say just uh, before uh, beginning with the translation, uh, I do recommend that everyone who's studying this uh, first read over carefully uh, in the Torah, where all of these laws are uh, are uh, presented. Uh, the main passages are in Sefer Devarim, Perik Kaf Bet, around midway through Perik Kaf Bet, and in Shemot also Perik Kaf Bet. Um, and, and Perik Kaf Bet of Shemot is where uh, they talk about the Mefateh, the seducer, and in Perik Kaf Bet of Devarim is where they talk about a uh, an Ones, uh, a, a rapist. So someone, uh, so al so someone who seduces a virgin, we find him uh, the weight of fifty selaim. Uh, uh, fifty selaim is the weight of two hundred dinar. Uh, the uh, what the Torah calls mohar betuloth, the oh, the value of a of the uh, of a virgin which is the same amount that a, the ketubah for a virgin is, uh, as we already studied in Ilchot Ishut. So we find him the weight of 50 selaim, but of kesef mezukak, of, of uh, clear uh, silver. Um, and this is called qenas, right? This is called a fine, right? So and the whole rest of these halachot, every place that we see the word qenas or fine, it will refer to this amount of pure silver. And so too, if he raped her, he gives, he has to pay her the same qenas. In us, this uh, uh, fine is a positive commandment from the Torah, uh, as it says, and the man should give to uh, the, the woman that he slept with her. Uh, he should give to the father of that young woman 50 kesef, 50 um, pieces of silver. And what, which is, uh, or what is the de- uh, the confines of the seducer? And what is the definition of the rapist? The seducer is if she does it in a, uh, in her own will, right? Meaning she she desires it, she does it with her own uh, consent. And a rapist is if he uh, forced, if, if he slept with her forcefully uh, against her will. Any woman who is uh, uh, who's had who's had sex within the field, um, and again, if you look in the pesukim in Devarim that I pointed to, you will see that the Torah makes this distinction between field and a city. Um, so see there for more uh, details. 
So any uh, woman who has had sex within the in a field, uh, it is presumed that she is that she was raped, uh, and we uh, and we judge the case in uh, in accordance with the uh, laws of a, a rapist, unless or until uh, witnesses come and testify that she was that she that that he had sex with her in accordance with her will. And so if there are, so the presumption is that it is, uh, that it is a case of rape unless uh, we have proof otherwise. Um, and this is because she is in the field. Uh, so if she were to scream, nobody would be there to hear her. Uh, so there's no way for her uh, to make known that this is, uh, no one's there to save her. Or uh, there's no one for her to make it known to her to make it known to them that this is happening against her will. Uh, so even if she were to scream, since she would not be saved, we assume that uh, she this was done forcefully. And anyone and any woman who is was who has had was slept with in the city, uh, she is presumed to have been seduced because she did not scream. Um, until unless uh, witnesses come and testify that she was raped, uh, such as if he said if he took out a a dagger and said to her that if you scream. I will kill you. Of course, if she does scream, and then then she's considered anusa, uh, raped. And now that we have uh, defined uh, what the rape, what uh, rape, and what seduce, uh, how the what constitutes those two things, uh, we are now moving to a series of laws. That will deal with the uh, obligation to marry uh, this woman. The woman who was seduced, who does does not want to marry uh, the her seducer. Or if her father uh, did not want uh, to give her to the seducer, and since again she is a uh, uh, she's a, at most a na'ara and at least a qaitana, right? So uh, she is still in her father's uh, domain. Or that uh, he, meaning the seducer, did not want to marry her. Her, he uh, in this in all these cases he gives her kainas uh, her, uh, her fine and leaves, uh, and we do not force him to marry her. Um, and if he did want, uh, and if every and if, and if everyone did want. Uh, this 
what this uh, marriage to occur, and he and he uh, married her. He, he did nisuim. Uh, then he does not pay the qinas. Uh, rather, he writes her a kethubah like all other bethuloth. Right, since the price, the qinas of the uh, since the qinas is the same value as the kethubah of a bethula. So rather, he just writes her a kethubah uh, of 200 uh, dinar, which is the value of a kethubah for a bethula, for a virgin. Even though when he is marrying her, she is not a virgin, since she lost her virginity to him, uh, we give her the rights of a virgin. Achadalit. אבל האנוסה שלא רסת היא, או אביה להינשא לאונס, הרשות בידה מונותן קנס. But a uh, woman who's raped, uh, that she that did not want to, or that her father did not want her to be married to the rapist, they have that right, and he uh, must give the קנס, the fine. רסת היא ואביה, if she and her father both wanted to, but he did not want to, then we force him to marry her, and he gives the penas. As it says, Right. So in this case, we force him to marry her and to give the krenas, as it says, and to him, she shall be as a wife, or as a woman. Uh, meaning, he, uh, this is the mitzvah, uh, this is, behold, this is a mitzvah t'aseh, this is a positive commandment, that he must marry her. Um, even if she were limp, or if she were uh, blind, or if she were misurat, uh, meaning she, uh, she had this uh, uh, leper, right? She had like this, uh, her, her skin, uh, she had like a skin illness. We still force her, him to uh, marry her, uh, meaning he has no choice in the matter, unlike the mefate, which we saw in the previous halacha. And he cannot uh, release her, I meaning he cannot divorce her in uh, by his own will, ever. As it says, uh, he may not release her all of his days. This is a negative commandment. This is a prohibition. And she does not receive a ketubah uh, because, right, as we saw earlier, the ketubah is a rabbinic injunction uh, that is meant to uh, make it uh, undesirable or or, or, um, or make it expensive for a man to divorce his wife. Um, but, so, en la ketubah shelo, but the, the, but the Chachamim did not, they only established the ketubah for a woman just only to make it difficult in his eyes to divorce her. 
and but this person, meaning the rapist, may not divorce her. And since he can't divorce her anyway, the kifubah serves no purpose. Uh, so she does not receive a kifubah. Moreover, she also received the qinas, unlike the unlike the mefuta, uh, who was married, who did not receive the qinas. Nusa uh, did receive the qinas, which again is the same value as the kifubah. If this woman who he raped was also prohibited upon him, even if she were only prohibited upon him because of a mitzvah ta'aseh, because of a because of an obligation to not marry her, uh, right? As we also saw in Hilchot um, Ishut, um, such as a uh, a uh, a non-virgin uh, marrying a kohen gadol, um, as such an example, um, which he is only obligated to marry a virgin uh, via mitzvah aseh not via mitzvah lota aseh or even if it was she was only shaniya la'irva such as em immo right his uh, grand her uh, uh, his grandma or his grandmother or his granddaughter as opposed to his mother or his daughter right all of these were also listed in hilchoth uh, ishut so these people he does not these women he does not marry them uh, since they are prohibited to him, even if it is a, uh, a, a light prohibition, since his prohibition, he may not marry them, despite, uh, despite the commandments to, for, for him to marry. And so too, if he found in her, if he found in her a, uh, a matter of um, promiscuity, after he has all, he had already kenasa. Uh, he had already married her. He had already done a nisuin. Uh, he must uh, divorce her, as it says, that she should be a woman to him. Uh, but only a woman who is fit for him. Meaning, so if after he has he had married her. Uh, she uh, uh, she slept with someone else and becomes prohibited onto him. So once she becomes prohibited onto him, then he should then he should divorce her, even though there's the prohibition that he may not divorce her all of her days. For this, in, uh, in this case, that that prohibition only applies for a woman who is fit to be with him. But since he may not be with this woman anymore by biblical law. Uh, we uh, uh, we make him divorce her. Kohen gadol she anas betula o she pita otha areze lo yichnos me peneshe hum is away the sight of betula u sha ashi sa zo ena betula 
ואם כנס יוסי ברט. A high priest that raped a, a virgin or that he seduced her, he should not uh, marry her because he is uh, commanded uh, to marry a virgin. And at the time that he married her, she was no longer a virgin because she lost her virginity with him prior to the wedding, prior to the Ebusin occurring. And if he does marry her, then uh, right, he's over on that aseh, then he should divorce her uh, with a get at that point. even though it says regarding the rapist that he may not divorce her all of her day, all of his days since it was preceded by a mitzvah as it says and to him and to, and to him she shall be as a wife right and the whole I mean, this is one whole pasuk. Um, since the positive, uh, she should be to him as a as a wife. He may not divorce her all of her days. Since the positive commandment precedes the negative commandment, uh, the prohibition therefore was connected to the positive commandment, and therefore. It ends up being that this is a negative commandment that is attached to a commandment, which does not receive, for which you do not, uh, you do not receive lashes, uh, unless he did not fulfill the positive commandment in it, as will be explained in the laws and Hilchot Sanhedrin. Right. So, if he, uh, uh, so just to explain. Uh, so, uh, or actually, we'll see in the next halacha an example for this. Therefore, if a, uh, uh, a rapist Right, so he raped the woman, and then he violates, and he marries her, and then he violates the prohibition not to divorce her, and he divorces her, right? And at, at which point, because he divorced her, he seemingly should receive lashes for violating a mitzvah lotaseh. We force him to return her, meaning to marry her again. Um, and once he does so, we, he does not receive lashes, right? Even though he violated the prohibition, because we then forced him to, to do the commandment, which is to marry her, once he does the commandment, he no longer receives lashes on the prohibition that, uh, that, he, uh, that he did. 
this is an example of the previous halacha of a mitzvat lo If, however, he did not remarry her uh, for whatever reason, then he would receive lashes. Myth, uh, if his uh, divorce uh, divorcee uh, died uh, prior to his uh, remarrying him, right? So this is a uh, like what I just said, right? So he he divorced her again. He divorced her despite the prohibition, and then she dies prior to us forcing him to remarry her. Or if she married another person prior to him being able to marry her, or if you were a Kohen and a Kohen is not allowed to marry a divorcee, right? So in all of these cases, he cannot marry her. Then he receives lashes uh, because he violated a prohibition, a negative commandment, and he cannot fulfill the positive commandment that is attached to it. Um, the rapist or the seducer is not obligated in the uh, fine um, until he sleeps with her uh, in the acceptable manner, meaning with uh, uh, vaginal sex as opposed to anal sex or something like this, which even though usually is considered bi'ah for the purposes of uh, sleeping with an erva or something like this, in this case it does not it does not count. Uh, since the qinas is about the fact that she loses her virginity and therefore loses uh, some of her value, um, which is especially seen in, uh, which you can see, for example, uh, uh, um, in the laws regarding the kithuba, right, for example, but it has other consequences as well. Um, right, so because she does not lose her virginity and she does not lose her value, uh, so he's not obligated by the Torah to give her uh, the kenas. Um, so he's not obligated in the kenas until he, he sleeps with her uh, in the proper manner, and with and with edim that there are uh, witnesses that testify. However, he does not need prior warning. Uh, right, and prior warning again is saying, uh, telling, uh, telling him that he is committing a uh, prohibition and that the punishment for this prohibition is so and so. And he says, uh, despite that, I will do it anyway. So that is not necessary. And at which point does the does the uh, does the does the woman receive a kenas? Right? When does she get paid this fine? After three full years. Until she becomes a bogeret, uh, uh, until she becomes a uh, an adult an adult woman. Again, uh, terms that we saw in Hilchot Ishut, uh, a woman becomes a bogeret from the age of twelve and a half uh, 
if she saw once she saw uh, uh, the proper signs. Um, Right, so from the age of three years until she becomes Bugaret. Nivala betoch shaloshanim and biatha bia. Baaleha mishibarera and la penasionemar na arabetula lo boreret. If she had had sex with, if he had had sex with her uh, within three years, meaning prior to her reaching three years old. Uh, so from the age of zero to the age of three. So this is not considered sex. Uh, legally, uh, the minimum age at which a sex is considered to be uh, legally possible is from the age of three full years. Uh, so prior to this, it's not considered sex. If he sleeps with her after she has become an adult, then she also does not receive the qinas. As the pasuk says, Na'ara betula. Na'ara and not a bogeret. And again, look, see Hilchotishut for the definitions of Na'ara, bogeret, and so on and so forth. Wahat she yeshla av, osha enla av, yeshla kenas. And a woman who has a, whether she has a father or if she does not have a father, she still has a qanas. She still receives a the fine, despite the fact that the pasuk says that he should give it to aviha na'ara, to the father of the of the na'ara, because she is still a minor. Nevertheless, even if she doesn't have a father, she still receives a qanas. Al-Khattet. <laughs> And these are, uh, so now there's a, a list of, of people who do not receive a kenas, um, and these are they. The bogeret, right, the, a woman who has reached 12 and a half years and has seen uh, the proper signs and up, right, so she does not receive the kenas as we had just seen. The memenet, uh, which is a woman who was, uh, again, as we saw in Hilchotishut, a woman who was married off as a minor, um, and then upon reaching uh, uh, 12 years, may, she may decide uh, that she does not want to marry this person, and then she leaves without uh, a get. Uh, and an ailonit, an ailonit is someone who uh, does not see the signs of of uh, the proper signs uh, of uh, Bagrut um, until uh, uh, very late, very late, right? So even the age of 20 or the, uh, or at the age of 35, she does not see these signs. Um, again, look at Hilchot Ishut uh, to see the full details for all of these terms. And right? so 
uh, these three, so these do not receive, uh, these do not receive a kenas. In Ailunit is necessarily above the age of a na'ara. Um, so she would be like a bogeret. Um, and so to a mema'enet does not receive a ketubah. Uh, so she also would, just as she does not receive a ketubah, uh, the mohar betuloth of the kenas is also not applicable to her. A shota, a person who is uh, who has lost her sanity, right? So a woman who has lost her sanity does also not receive the kenas as she does not have uh, nisuim. And there's hachamim uh, did not institute uh, nisuim for her. Uh, and so uh, and so to a hereshet, uh, a deaf mute woman. Does also also does not have nisuin minatora. Uh, she does have nisuin from uh, the, from the hachamim. However, uh, she still does not get a ketubah, and, and therefore she also does not receive a penas. And some a, a woman who uh, a, her name has received a uh, publicly has received a bad name in her childhood, right? Um, what, was, what does that mean? It means that two uh, people came and testified uh, that she uh, requested that they it was requested of them that they uh, have uh, illicit sex, sexual relations with her. Um, she does not. She also does not receive the ketub. Uh, she also does not receive the kenas. Um, and a divorcee from Nisuin, uh, despite the fact that she is, even if she is a Na'ara Betula, um, she also, right, so she also does not receive the Qinas. So a divorcee from marriage, even if she is a virgin young woman, she, she, she also does not receive the Qinas. The last two, because uh, we... Even even if she is an Arabetula, she is a virgin, we still give her the presumption. The presumption is that she is Be'ula, that she did have sex uh, since she was Nesu'ah. And so to the one with the two Aedim. Adal Hamid Gereshet Mina Erusin, but if she is uh, she is a divorcee not from Nisuin but rather from Erusin, meaning only after the Kiddushin, but not but not but not after that he brought her into her home with Hupah. Um if she were forced, then she does have a kenas, but if she were seduced, then she does not have a kenas. Um we say this because uh, if she were seduced, uh, the general rule is that the, the because she did it by her own will, so the fact that she did it by her own will uh, means that she gave up her right to the kenas. A convert or a uh, prisoner of war who was redeemed 
or a maid who was set free, uh, if she converted or was redeemed or was set free uh, when she was three years old or less, then she has a kenas. Um, because uh, right. But if she were three years and one day old when she converted or was redeemed or was set free, then they do not receive a qinas uh, if they are seduced or raped. Um, right. All three of these uh categories uh, are assumed are presumed to have had sex in their statuses as uh, in their previous statuses as non-jews or as prisoners of war or as enslaved uh, women um, they are presumed to have had sex at those times so if they were uh, their status changed after or before reaching three years. So then uh, any possible sex that they could have had is not legally considered sex because three years and one day is the minimum, the legal minimum for the possibility of sex. But if they did it after that age, then they lose their right to have a kenas. Since the sex with them is considered sex, they are presumed to not be virgins. if the uh, if she were if this virgin uh, woman were uh, prohibited upon the uh, rapist or upon the seducer, um, right? So if she were prohibited uh, by virtue of a prohibition for which she would be obligated in karet, uh, such as if he were his sister or his aunt, or if she were an ida, so on and so forth, or if she were only prohibited to him uh, by a love, meaning that he would receive lashes, as opposed to, not karet, but only lashes. Uh, if they, uh, if he received warning, he received hatara'ah prior to his action, then he receives lashes and he does not pay the qinas. Uh, because a person may not both receive lashes and pay a fine. He cannot do both of them. Uh, and since he received uh, a proper warning, so all of the conditions for receiving lashes have been met, and therefore receiving lashes takes precedence. He receives the lashes first, and he does not pay the penas. But if there were no proper warning, since he does not, he is not obligated in receiving the lashes, therefore he must pay the fine. Right, so 
شئن كان ملقوث if she were uh, if she were prohibited to him only because of a positive commandment or if she were only a shania uh, like we said earlier a secondary uh, uh, prohibition uh, like a grandmother and so on, uh, and so on and so forth of all other examples of of women who are prohibited only via rabbinic decree then whether they uh, whether they uh, uh, he received proper warning or whether he did not receive proper warning he is obligated to pay the penas since there is no lashes in a rabbinic prohibition right mardud here right uh, uh, hitting of uh, rebelliousness right does not count as malkut malkut must as the biblical lashes if uh, she were prohibited to him uh, a prohibition for which he would have received a death penalty, uh, such as his daughter or his daughter-in-law, and so on and so forth, then whether they, he received proper warning or whether he did not receive proper warning, he is exempt from the qinas. As it says, um, and this is a pasuk uh, that uh, um, and so if two people were fighting and a uh, and they hit a pregnant woman and her and her uh, her children uh, left or uh, died uh, and there was no calamity then uh she then he must be punished right so here it says since it says um and there was no calam right so this is talking about a case where there are two people are who are fighting and they uh acts and one of them accidentally hits a pregnant woman and in so doing he kills the unborn fetus uh accidentally um Right, and this is what is uh, referred to in ason, right? And there was no calamity, meaning she did not die. I know she anish, but so he he must receive so he receives a punishment. The punishment is for the fact that her unborn fetus died. So from here we can teach that if there so because says, if there were no calamity, then he receives a punishment. So that means that if there were a calamity, meaning if she did die, then there would be then there would be no punishment. Um, right. So in right, so here we see that um, if she were to have died, even though she would have died by accident, he is still uh, exempt from paying 
any fine. And even though this uh, the, the, the murder of this woman is accidental, uh, since he did not intend to do so, as it says, and when two people will fight and they hit a pregnant woman, from here you see that the Torah did not differentiate in the case of a calamity, meaning in the case of a, the woman's death, Torah did not differentiate between whether it was intention, uh, it was accidental or intentional in order to exempt him from it. And since it says, uh, and here it seems that Rabbeinu uh, uh, quoted, um, quoted, there's two Pesukim that appear one right after the other, and it seems that he meant to quote the Pasuk in Kaf Dalet Kaf Aleph, Dalet Kaf Aleph, and uh, just in the uh, that happens by Alpeh, he quoted, uh, he he mixed up two uh, two pesukim, right? So it should be right? And that's the pasuk in Kaf Dalet Kaf Aleph. Uh, because the pasuk in kaftalid uh, it seems that is, is, it seems that he meant to quote the full pasuk. Um, but either way, it's uh, it, there's not a very big uh, difference, and it's clear what is intended. Um, since it says if he hits, and by hit here it means kill, uh, if he hits or kills a individual animal. Then he must pay, and if he hits a man, then he must die. Uh, meaning, if he kills a man, he must die. So, uh, just as uh, if he hit or killed an individual animal, he, the Torah did not differentiate between whether it was intentional, it was uh, accidental, or intentional, in order to obligate him in payment. So too, if he hit a um, an individual human, the Torah did not differentiate between whether it was accidental or intentional in order to exempt him from payment. Um, right, so this is just another proof for what we saw in the previous halacha. This is uh, the case. This is the law for all. Uh, for any uh, um, prohibition, any transgression that uh, is punishable by death in Betin, that it that he, there are is no payment in such a prohibition. If he slept with her, right? So either the seducer or the rapist. If he slept with her and then she died, then he is exempt from paying the penas. As it says, and the man uh, who sleeps with her should give to the father of the young woman. And it does not say to the father of the dead woman, right? It says the father of the young woman. 
and this is only the case if uh, and this is and this is true so long as she dies prior to her coming to court but if she came to court and uh and it was decreed that he needs to pay the kenas and then she died uh then he's still obligated to pay the kenas that's the end of perik alif and we'll begin tomorrow with perik bet